0: Hey everyone, welcome to So You've Owned a VW Bus, a podcast fueled by stories told by the folks who have dared to drive or ride in the coolest vehicle ever conceived by any car company ever, and that includes DeLorean. I am Ryan.
1: And I am Miracle. Together we interview current and former owners of VW Buses and select the best portions of their stories to share with you. Today we have a real treat for
2: you.
0: In early autumn of 2020, Miracle and I conducted our first interview for this podcast with two Irish sisters, Peggy and Moira. They messaged us on Facebook when we had the initial call for stories and told us about what they called their Irish Catholic Edition VW bus. As you might imagine, dear listener, with a name like Ryan Patrick Ireland, I grew up both Irish and Catholic, though my childhood van looked nothing like theirs.
1: If you were to look at the photo of Dad pulling in the driveway, you can just see um, the Blessed Virgin statue on the dashboard. And it's a little bit in shadow, but there is also the Sacred Heart statue, you know, like Plastic Jesus and Plastic Mary. (laughs) (laughs) And and probably a St. Christopher Medal hanging from the
2: mirror, too. The other thing that makes it a Catholic addition is that um, my parents were about to have their sixth child, which is, you know, kind of up there in that Catholic realm of how many kids you're supposed to have. Basically. Small Catholic. I mean, all of their friends had like eight kids, 10 kids. So, you know, was like it was like 12 or 15.
0: We're sitting at Peggy's house on a quiet street, and the birds are singing. The traffic along the back road of the sleepy village is scant. Moira has bicycled over from the other side of town to join us. It's obvious that these two have stayed close over the years, as the stories of the Irish Catholic Edition bus start immediately. And by immediately, I mean the moment we sat down. But also the stories, the memories, really, start from the minute their dad rolled the bus into the driveway of their house on Long Island.
1: I mean, oh, when we first got that car, Dad, this may have been the day. You know, he drove it into the driveway and we were so excited. And we lived in a neighborhood with a million kids because it was, you know, they were all baby boomers. So every house had at least four or five kids and everybody comes pouring out into the street because they see our car, which we called the shoebox, by the way. Everybody wanted a ride. You know, we were the first people in the neighborhood with a Volkswagen bus. So this day that, that he got it and all these kids showed up, they all wanted to ride. And dad actually just piled kids in the car and, you know, several, a series of rides for the kids around the neighborhood.
0: And the chronology of these stories is figured out through a process those of us who grew up in similar sorts of families will recognize. It's something that I have come to call Catholic mathematics.
2: I must have been about seven or eight well tara was what two no so i was about tara eight was three oh she was three yeah okay so i was nine
0: while the kids of the family and the neighborhood were excited about the arrival of the bread box not everyone was so enthusiastic about Peggy and moira's dad's purchase
1: but yeah mom hated the bus you know it was it was the 60s and um Husbands didn't necessarily ask their wives what kind of cars, you know, hi, honey, what kind of car do you want to get? He just drove in the driveway with it one day. And I think mom didn't really know what
2: to think until she got in it to drive and she hated it. She was not happy. She took many opportunities to tell us how much she was not happy about this bus. She
1: wanted a Ford Country Squire.
0: And like many large families, like my family growing up, vacations meant a certain type of lifestyle for a few weeks.
1: We went camping all the time because, you know, with a big family, that was the way to take vacations. You know, the old canvas tent, which I can still smell, you know, in my brain. But, um, oh, actually, this time we went with a bunch of families from where my dad worked and we got cabins, which were very primitive, but... Still, Cabins. it was a cabin. Um, and, um, so it's in the, um, the southern tier of New York state in, in the mountains above Pennsylvania. And it was, I mean, it was a really nice park and it was hilly around there. We were, you know, we were driving around the park and dad had, well, there was no, um, child seat. We had a, a, um, a car bed they, my mom called it for babies and it was this thing that went flat on the seat and i don't there were no seat we belts or anything you know around. we just kind of work. held on to it um, when you got old enough because there wasn't room for everybody in the back although we we made it work because there were two seats and then there was the way back which we used to Fight over all the time, I'm sitting in the way back, you know, I don't know why Dad would be like, Kr! you know if you <laughs> you're in trouble, yeah, we were on this trip, and Tara was three, and so she was in the front with Dad. No, it was wasn't. yeah, she no, on this own- drive, oh, it was okay. just a drive around the park. She happened to be in the front, and she was standing next Same to him, box. you know, like. Whatever. But, you know, he's going down a hill and he says, all of a sudden he's speeding down the hill. And he's like, what the heck? And he looked down and there's her little three-year-old foot on the gas pedal. You know, it's
2: like,
0: <laughs> We're about 20 minutes into talking to Peggy and Moira. And now Miracle and I are just spectators. These two sisters are jogging each other's memories about this trip and the details just seemed to come one after another.
2: But I do remember also on that trip so the seats um, were all facing forward and for that trip our dad took the middle seat out and turned it around so that the two seats were fa- the two back seats were facing each other and then he he got a big sheet of plywood and so we could put play it hard. between us and play games on this trip. So um, I think part of the reason was to keep us in our seats.
1: (laughs) That car, there was, you know, a little space between the front seats. But with that particular model, I don't know whether it was the year or whatever, there was a wall behind the front seats. And it was, um, it wasn't very wide. There was a little shelf on top of it where you could, you know, put something. uh, And there was an ashtray that you... Was pro- So it was probably wide enough that the ashtray could pull out and go back in. Um, so when he turned the seat around, the middle seat was kind of backed up against that thing. And actually, we begged him to leave it that way after that vacation because we really liked it. So one day, <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> Dad, you know, we went to the store with him or something. We, wherever he was going, I'm sure we, you know for whatever reason, begged to go with him. And um, so Peg and I are in the car, in the middle and back seat. And while we're driving along, and now that I'm a parent, I know how annoying this would be. But at the time, you know, we didn't think about it. And so we decided to play the game. No two people can be on the same seat at the same time. So we're jumping back and forth, you know, like... <laughs> and <laughs> and dad was pissed. He he got pissed really easily. So um, <laughs> so he was like, "Cut that out back there," you know. And just at the time he said that, I was like mid jump to whatever
2: seat,
1: <laughs> and I jumped a little too high. So there was this long narrow light on the ceiling and I smashed it with my head (laughs) so not only was I crying because it hurt but then he yelled at me because I broke the light you know (laughs) it's like and we were getting yelled at because of you know playing no two people on the island I don't know you know
0: And if you think we can make it through a family vacation story without an epic breakdown, you would be wrong.
1: And at some point, I don't know when or how, definitely right before we went home or on the way home, we lost. That's the way dad put it. We lost two cylinders. So, I mean, I don't know how that happens, but two cylinders stopped working. And since we only had four, I think. Um yeah, it wasn't it like I said, if you saw Little Miss Sunshine, that was kind of us, you know, <laughs> where the the bus was crawling up the hills and then we would coast down, you know, and we were just like, we didn't have any problem with this, but it was ours, you know, to get home. And we ended up going to uh the trailways or Greyhound station and renting not renting, you know, taking a bus
2: home, which we thought was the greatest adventure. Yeah, We had to um, get out of the bus on the side of the mountain and take whatever we could carry and trudge up the hill. And probably we, we walked a good, I don't know how long, at least a mile, maybe more. We had to walk quite a while to get to a service station. And I believe it was a Saturday because it was, you know, we had a... Yeah, we had a week long at this cabin, and we were on our way home. Anyway, it was, um, I I remember the bus finally stopping on the side of the hill. It wasn't going to go one more inch. And my dad's like, okay, everybody out. Grab whatever you can. We're, we got to walk to the bus. We're
1: like, adventure! <laughs>
2: No, I don't think everybody (laughs) felt that way, but okay. So our, our older brother, one of our older brothers, Stephen, our second oldest brother had, um, a total fit because let's see, how old was he? About 14 at the time. And he was, um, you know, he's very artistic and so he always had a guitar and his box and palette of paints with him. And so he had brought them on vacation and he wanted to take both of them out of and and walk with them and my parents made him choose one or the other because he had to carry other stuff too like suitcase or whatever and he threw a fit don't you remember oh, he, he he was so. so dramatic all the time <laughs> so i remember that i clearly i have a real clear memory of that
0: you know what they couldn't remember what steven chose paint or guitar i guess we will never know Many thanks to Peggy and Moira for being our first interviewees and letting us record their family's memories.
1: Stephen, if you can remember, we would love to interview you. Of course, we are making memories of our own, and you can follow along on Instagram at ontheroadwithaddie. Addie is spelled A-D-I-E. Or you can read all about our latest adventures by following our blog at ontheroadwithaddy.com. Until next time, may the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May AAA
2: never fail you and your gas lines never rupture.